I am Jupiter, and I am the Marshal. I am Oz, and I am playing Gus Rissle Lodge. It's Bamps, and I'm playing Sal Roxhall. This is Cotton, and I am playing Seamus McKinnon. And this is uh, Super Cookie, and I'm your friendly neighborhood pepper. Open it with the camera. The train running down the tracks. Smoke billowing out the top. The horn blaring. And the gentle rock of all the cars. I know two of you are in one of the cargo cars, which are here at the back of the train. And I know one of you is at the front of the train. And I know one of you is around the middle of the train. Yeah, the train is packed with people, um, you know, ladies with large hats and gentlemen with top hats. And also, um, the just to let you know, the first four cars are first class and the first class dining car, which is this one's the dining car. These four, the next four are the first second class tickets. And then as I stated earlier, the bat, the last two are the cargo cars. Um, you have not seen the benders yet, but we are, you know, you guys, the, the train's taken off. It's nighttime outside. People are settling in, but you'll see some people getting up and moving about the cars as well, going from one to another. Uh, so let me know who is where. I see, Gus, you are up in first class, so they're going to love you. And I know Sal and Seamus, you're in one of the cargo cars, if you could just mark which one. And Pepper, you are somewhere in the middle. Whoever's writing those, thank you. You are somewhere in the second class uh, cars. So um, whichever one you want to be in. Uh, we teleported into the back of the car, the back area, right? Into yes. into one of the cargo cargo yeah. tray cars. Uh, probably the back one because it okay. would be the, the one that is closest to us and thus easiest to reach. Okay, so you two are at the way back of the train. And Pepper, you want to just put a an X, a dot? Uh, Pepper was going to the last of the passenger cars because just as she was getting onto the train, mm -hmm. she thought she saw somebody, but you know that was like in the middle when her and Gristle were together. Sh they split. They're, they're mm -hmm. we're gonna back to front, front to back. This right. All right, there we go. So yeah, that's the scene. Gentle rocking. You're on a train. Who wants to go first? So in first class, generally they have a lot of the private little booths that, you know, the rich families and stuff will ride in. And then there's, you know, a couple of, of comfortable chairs that, that people can sit in the first class. Mm -hmm. In the very front, in the first private compartment, there is a family of four, a serious, you know, balding, aged banker man in a black suit with, with spectacles and his wife, noticeably younger, with the bustle and the, the, the skirts and everything sitting next to him, and she's got her handkerchief to her nose. And across from them sits Gristle 
with his long coat and his his black on black pants and shirt, and he's got his dark blue handkerchief around his neck, and he is looking at this like six year old kid with the 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 shorts, so his like knees are bare, and he's got the big shiny shoes, and the kids asking him questions like, "Mister, where are you from?" Mister, why do you smell like whiskey? Mister, what's that other smell? And of course, Gristle, being Gristle, is happily answering all of these questions. And it's after probably about 15 minutes of it where the the woman finally just reaches forward and snatches the kid off of the seat. And the other man stands up and says, sir, you have to leave. That Gristle will stand up and smile saying, yeah, you're absolutely right. I will bid you a good evening. You be sure you stay on in here, just in case. And he's going to step out into the hallway, close the door behind him, hear it lock rapidly. And in his mind, he's got that Manitou of his. At this point, it is chained to a chair. And there's a gas lamp that's right next to his face. And Gristle's leaning on the table, says, you're going to point me where them benders are. And we're going to take care of this, because both you and I know they're the ones we want to find, albeit for different reasons. And he's going to trust his instinct as he starts slowly moving down the first-class cars towards Pepper. Okay. Pepper? Well, Pepper's a little bit shaken. First of all, those two damn fools that were supposed to meet us here didn't. I swear I saw that damn Bender girl getting on the train, but she wasn't there. I don't know if they can shapeshift or go disappeared or whatever, but I'm a little scared and just kind of want to quietly pray just for a minute. And ask for some help from the Lord above. I heard something that they used to pray to some saint, Antonio or something, to see if he could find lost things. So I'm going to try that quickly and quietly in the back of the train. And my two in the cargo car. Uh, I just kind of grab, shit, I forgot his name, grab Seamus' shoulder, give him a little shake as though to like open his eyes. Like, come on, we got to go. Uh, I feel kind of queasy. The yeah, hell did you do no, to me? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, felt felt like some shit. Oh, the hell Look, is all ready? this? Hold on, and I'll grab like a spittoon or something like here. Just just puke right in this. Yeah, you... ah! and just it's just a a vile uh, a vile mixture of like a dark green goo that smells a bit like bourbon and old cigars. Ah. There's yeah. like flex of it in his beard. <laughs> he likes it with his shirt. I feel, I, feel a, I feel a little better. Yeah, you got this. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Gotta look respectable on a train. Alright, here we go. He like teeters, <laughs> kind of totters back and forth as he squares up with the uh, the door between the cars. Well, he's recovering. Is there anything... I don't know. Interesting in the cargo area back here. Uh, large crates, some mail bags, uh, luggage, steamer trunks. 
Is there anything that is suspiciously person-sized? Just in case they're trying to, you know, ship zombies as cargo. No, there are no coffin-shaped items. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, if there is anything that looks exceptionally expensive, uh, that might not make it to its destination. <laughs> okay. You want to rummage through a steamer trunk? I mean, if there's something that's available, you know. Yeah, if there's a steamer trunk. Um, roll a notice. It's dark. You're in a cargo hold. It's not like there's a lot of light. Can you see if there's anything good? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you get one open. Um, Seamus, you can see this. Uh, Sal, you, you get it open and, um, it's on its end when you open it. So a lot of stuff spills out. Uh, and you'll notice... A lot of it feels very uh, soft and silky. And if you hold it up to the light, you'll see that there's a lot of uh, fine women's clothing. The hell are you getting into? Well, you were taking so damn long. I, uh, <sighs> I take whatever the article of clothing is, and I just kind of like stuff it in my pocket and start heading out as though. The hell is that for, Sal? Ah. I thought that the weirdest part of my day was the front of this here train. Oh, you know, the day's not over yet. Come on. Ah, wonderful. He'll trudge behind him, his hand uh, nervously inching towards the uh, pistol on his hip. Uh, can I ask where you guys are going? Because the cargo cars, you know, they're, they don't have, like, doors on the end. They're just cargo cars. They just have side bay doors. Oh, they have that slidey door shit? Oh, mm -hmm. no. no. Oh, no. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, on the outside, there's a ladder to get up to the roof. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, Seamus is going to face the door <laughs> and with uh, one meaty hand, just grab it and sling it open. His queasy is not helped by the rapid movement of the landscapes whooshing by and the billowing smoke from the stacks up front. <sighs> got to get up top before we can get in front. Yeah. Well, you could do whatever the hell you did, or we could just climb. I don't know which is worse. I guess I'm going to climb. So, Sal, or uh, Seamus will uh, sling himself over to one of the ladders. You want me to go first? No. Okay. All right. It is a moving car. It is nighttime, and it isn't like the ladder is, you know, right on the outside. You've got to, like, really reach for it. You have to lean out a bit. So I would like an athletics roll. Don't forget, you have all your bennies. It should things go awry. Oh, we got a seven. Seven? That's a max roll on a <laughs> four. <laughs> we're, we're... Uh, so, Seamus, it's um a little tricky. Uh, you hesitate just a little bit, but um, as you swing out, your hand does grasp the ladder. Um, not one of the rungs, but the bar that's one of the sidebars, the one closest to the door, obviously. And so it'll take you a little bit, but you'll get purchase onto the ladder. Uh, he's got he's got like the one hand in his. Uh... He's like prosthetic hand. He's, he's he's needing it, and he starts like to bang it. It glows slightly green, and it will articulate. And he can grab with the other hand and start pulling himself up side of this train car. 
Okay. Sal, same Seamus is now gone. You yeah. hear him climbing, and eventually you'll hear him land on the roof of the car. Uh, while he was doing that, I went back to that steamer trunk and acquired a few more items. Make me another notice. Uh-oh. An 11. When you go back, um, the rocking of the train seems to have knocked more stuff out, and you'll notice uh, a little velvet bag. And when you pick it up, you'll know, uh, look inside. There is a bunch of women's jewelry. The good stuff. Yeah, I find it. It would be a shame to leave this here for somebody else to find. You know, nobody would really appreciate it the way I'm about to. <laughs> be a shame if somebody found the jewelry that was in a lock steamer chest in a cargo car. <laughs> uh, it wasn't locked very well. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Maybe they didn't think people would steal on a train. What, what Wild West do they live in? <laughs> okay. Is that what you're doing? You're just going to start rummaging? Uh, only for the amount of time it takes for Seamus to get up on the roof. Okay. Seamus, you're up on the roof and still no Sal. <sighs> what the shit's keeping him? You all right up there, old man? Yeah, no shit. What, your legs jelly or something? I made it up here. I wanted to make sure you weren't going to fall off or anything. Yeah, yeah, I feel the concern wafting up here. Or is that just the smoke from the front? Skedaddle your ass up here, damn it. <clears throat> He's going to, like, get on all fours. He's, like, not feeling this. We're not happy about it. We want to be on the ground where God intended people to be. And he's, like, uh, oh, yeah, he's on all fours, like, in the dead center of this car, like, moving a foot at a time. It's like, and... Uh, his beard is like blowing behind him. Uh, Sal begins to attempt to get outside and join him on the roof. Most poorly. Oh no! It, I got a, I got a three, and I think I'm going to spend a Benny. Okay. Oh, even worse. Okay. Uh, that's a one and a three. Seamus, roll me a notice. Behind Vassal just belching down the fucking tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Some say he's still out there bouncing. <laughs> In this world, we don't have tumbleweeds that roll by as <laughs> punk ass oh, cowboys. All right, um, Sal, tell me what's ha what's what's happening here. Uh, he's having a struggle. In in one hand, he's trying to grab the uh, the rung. That's the word. He's trying to grab the rung of the ladder. In the other hand, uh, a bunch of those lingerie and frilly silky things have come flying out of the thing, and they're like kind of like hitting him in the face. He's half wrapped up in it, so he can't see what he's doing. Okay. Uh. So he's fighting with it. It looks comical and terrible. Yeah, you are um, struggling. Struggling to find purchase. You're kind of like half hanging from half, like one foot in the cargo cart, one foot flailing about in the wind. And, and as the train moves down the tracks and 
every jostle is throwing you and almost uh, causes you to lose your grip uh, every time. You um, need some help quickly or you will run a risk of uh, losing purchase or losing your grip and fall. I mean, I, he doesn't, he can't see. He's got lingerie and stuff in his face, so. He can uh, still talk, if you wish. Yeah, but he doesn't know Seamus is, you know, standing right there watching. <laughs> well, he's not, but he does have ears. <laughs> you hear the, the clinking and the banging? Um, if oh, I'm sorry. I thought, no? I thought that the notice roll meant that he saw the shenanigans that was going on. Yeah. Not all the shenanigans, but he's catching, he's hearing you flail in, about. Once he peers over, he, he can definitely uh, assess the situation. Seamus. So Seamus perks up like something's, like something's wrong. <laughs> he turns around, he cocks an eyebrow. And, and so Sal is hanging on to what? I got one hand on the ladder. The other hand is trying to get like a robe or something off my face so that I can see. There's something wrapped around my leg from this cart that I've been purloining. What? What tarnation? And he's gonna look around, raise his arm up, starts to glow green, and uh, whips around to the uh, the gun side of thing. And he's going to fire a barrier. To make kind of like a structure, like like a ramp. He's gonna just like aim this thing, and it's like shaking and <laughs> aiming at Sal. And we're gonna like fire it and make a little ramp on the side of the train that goes like just a solid barrier of force in a, in a thirty degree angle that goes from where he is at to where to the top of the train car. Okay. Make your spellcasting roll. Cool. Weird science. Go. Hold on. Let's see how many we got. We got a bit. So I just re-rolled, right? You've got myself four. For a yeah, You've you got... have four. I'm keeping track four. of your bennies. That's a success. You have no. one success. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. The old double ones. Imagine with two right. middle fingers from the dice This is there. what you get for taking Thanks. a nap in the tub last session. God damn it. They my, it was like Samson's hair, man. What's it? Uh... He did get a success. <laughs> so we just, we just popped up two, but it's, it's fine. That's how we do it. You got a, you got a success on the first roll. You oh, wait. We're, we're good? Yeah. You got a four. Yeah. got a four. Oh, so I don't use my two bennies? No, no, no. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah, more bennies. Yeah. More bennies. Okay. Um, and you said this is a ramp that you can't see. It's just force. It's just an invisible thing, or is it? Is no, it... I, I would imagine it's like vaguely translucent green. Ooh, kind of like glass. Okay, but it would be like a wall. It's um, like that uranium glass. Mm. Yeah, like that there uranium glass. Like you know, that there uranium. Powered by ghost rock, so it's probably got some green fill. Like it probably looks like 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 marbling, right? Like mm -hmm. it's it's like a solid thing with like rivulets of green coursing through it. Okay. Uh, Sal, as you, um, are holding on and uh, using your hand to try to untangle yourself from the women's silk neg negligee that's over your face and the, the robe that's caught up on a boot, uh, you'll feel your feet land on something solid. And when you look down, you see the shimmering green 
pathway leading up to the top of the car. Just collect myself, like clearly everything is going according to plan, even as I'm dangling here. And, uh, all right then. And make my way up onto the roof of the train. You ain't the only one with a few aces up your sleeve, partner. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one with one behind his ear, and I fucking coin trick him. <laughs> How'd you do that? We'll right. talk about that later. <laughs> We're gonna go. Money, we wouldn't be doing all this. <laughs> We're gonna go back to uh, Gus at the front of the train. Gus, we're gonna move you to this car now. Okay. Uh, you enter that car. You uh, take a look around. You do not see anyone that looks shady. But I I'm think... not quite sure how you would spot the benders. Uh, Gristle is relying heavily, like, just watching closely with his inner eye, his Manitou, because his mm. Manitou knows. He knows that the, the devil knows. Yeah. And he's just kind of, like, half creepily, like, sniffing the air, because they'll smell off. They always do. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, And then I think I'll do a notice roll, because the other thing is that there's going to be two general reactions to Gristle at this point, I think, because he's coming off of that pickling, so he's starting to smell like death. And he doesn't look all that great, like, even the rest of the posse is like, yeah, you're you're kind of a creeper. So there's going to be a lot of, like, that, 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 uh, tamp down revulsion, like, that ever so slightly like move back the face screws up and wrinkles and stuff and then there's going to be the people who are used to it those are the ones to watch like the benders they would see somebody like gristle to be like oh yeah he looks interesting and they'll they'll you know like show no fear meet his eye kind of thing so i'm going to do that notice roll we're going to see how well that goes the answer is 11 so pretty well um, as you look around, uh, as you look around and as you more sense the car, your Manitou isn't budging. He's not like there's no flinch. There's no aggression. There's nothing. Uh, but the people in the car, definitely something. You see women pulling out handkerchiefs, holding them to their faces. You'll see men. Um, bringing out their handkerchiefs and just like swatting air away and uh some of the men will look at you with um anger some will look at you with pity most look at you with disgust those are things that gristle is all used to and he'll make you know quiet apologies he'll try and make nice and it's not going to get anywhere he knows it won't get anywhere but you know he's he's trying to do good You'll apologize. It's been a long day. We had to do a long ride to get to the train on time. My apologies. Just passing through. I'll tell you what. I'll be out of your hairs. Don't go past the dining car. You probably won't like it. You'll just keep on uh, stepping through towards the uh, the dining car. As you approach the, the door from the one car to the dining car, uh, with that notice roll, you'll smell 
food and liquor and cigar smoke, railer smoke. It, it, it smells pretty good here in this dining car. Oh, fantastic. Crystal's feeling that need. He needs his pound of meat. So uh, once he gets into that dining car, he'll take a quick look and he'll belly up to the bar for a uh, a pound of whatever they got. He's good for it. Somehow. Oh, he's... Uh, there's a, a, a special on the train. Not quite sure why on a train in an enclosed space, but they are serving beans with um, stew beef chunks in it. It's just served in a bowl, something they can just pull like a ladle out of a, a pot, put in a bowl, and serve real quick on a train. They'll give you that. Might not be uh, a whole pound of meat. You might need more than one. He's he's he, He'll do two. And he's going to very clearly, like, pick the meat out. And then, like, after he gets enough, like, bad looks, like, it's it, once it's clear, they're not going to give him a second one until he finishes the first one. Mm-hmm. He'll guzzle the first beans down. And he's probably going to, he might bitch about it at first, but I'm sure they're they're probably pretty good. But it is also train fare, so he, he may start trying to give them tips, and they might give him extra meat just to shut him up and get him out of there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pepper, I assume you've you're you're done praying. Have you? Are you moving to the next car? Oh yes, definitely. You know, recentering myself and reaching out to them spirits kind of has helped me just do a calm. I wanna, I wanna keep looking. I'm focused, and I can do this. So I'm gonna keep moving towards Gristle. As you move to a new car, um, you'll see. Uh, this one is, is packed with people, lots of families. Look like a lot of people going out west to make a new life for themselves. Uh, some of the kids, when they see you, they, they get scared and, and they hide behind their parents. Um, some of the I kids really are... hate that. I hate <laughs> that so much. Uh, I just don't want them to be scared of me. So I kind of pull my hood up and just kind of hide my face a little bit trying to use my good eye maybe my good side just mm-hmm. them burns they really do scare the kids don't they they do they do make me a notice roll okay um you'll notice that uh you don't see anybody fitting the the bender's description you don't see two elderly people with two younger people you see just a lot of young people young families in here that's a damn shame. I just kind of keep making my way through, not scaring as many kids as possible. Okay. Um, switching to outside the train on top of the very last car, I have Sal and Seamus. You are standing up there, feet far apart, so you have good balance. You're rocking with the train. What are you doing? Slowly making our way to where we need to be, I suppose. Yeah. And so we just so our information is we know that the the benders are on this train and and that our other two people are on this train and that's about it. You know that the benders you have heard, you've been told that the benders are supposed to be on this train and you believe your companions are on the train but you have not found them since you were late. We're late. We're right on time. Sal. <laughs> Sal. What? 
I'll hold your legs, and you look over in the side. Look in the windows. Why don't we just... And they're screaming at each other because <laughs> there's yeah. the noise of the train. <laughs> there's the wind rushing by. They're probably both panicking. Let's, uh, let's, just, let's just keep moving. Are you going to march through the whole train? Well, we only have to go... I look ahead to see kind of where uh, intention is to get between cargo train and passenger train and then get down and get inside that way. Um, at least that's his intention. I we go in there, we see him. Don't ask no questions. If we see him, let's fucking shoot. Okay, that that can't possibly go wrong. Ah, he makes like a trigger pull with his hand to demonstrate, like pull the trigger. Ah, and then I guess Sal's in front, so he'll he'll lead the way to the uh, the slot between the the cargo car and a rear passenger car. Uh, you are on the last car. Yep. You have to jump to the next cargo car, and then you can climb down to the door of the first passenger car. I think we can hand wave that. We can just no. We <laughs> cannot wave that. I'm so sorry. This is very dangerous and highly <laughs> no, it stressful. Is. You almost lost Sal on the side just climbing up there. So I'm yeah. definitely going to need another athletics roll. Climbing down sure is so you... much easier, though. Uh, Look, here, here we go. When, yeah. That's a two. <laughs> uh, tell you what, I'll spend one Benny. Okay. Why is this not working properly? There's a ten. Boom. That's common knowledge. That's not correct. I can't roll with athletics because I opened it up. Oh, okay, I can. But it probably shouldn't count. We should probably count. At- athletics counts. Athletics is a skill that everybody has. Okay. Oh, I rolled a five. Is five good? Just need a four. There we go. All right. So I go back up here where I said one good jump in the chat. Sal rolled a 2-2, spent a Benny. Seamus rolled a 3-2. Oh, you're right. And then Sal re-rolled his Benny and got a 10. And I'm not quite sure how, why Seamus did. Oh, Seamus did a common knowledge one and then an athletics one. Again. So that, that must be a Benny to athletics roll then. Is it a Benny athletics roll, Seamus? No, I couldn't click. Like I had clicked an option on athletics, and it was not letting me click athletics because it had broken down into linked. To, uh, it was being frustrating, so I just clicked a- angrily. And, and oh. I, it, it worked <laughs> twice. So you've you've technically got. Oh, I did three roll a three two. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even see the roll. I was like, why? Why won't this fucking thing roll? Yeah. yeah so the yeah, five five would be a Benny to athletics roll. Otherwise, it don't count. Sure. No, I'm I'm fine with that. This this part. So that's right. my first Benny, right? I'm down to yep, three. That's your first Benny. Jesus, out of what the do you four? do with only three Bennies? You have four. Bennies. You yeah, have yeah. four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. So Sal. Yep. Like a swan, like a ballerina, just uh jumps right over, lands perfectly. You turn around to see Seamus. He he goes, makes a, a run, stops, and then backs up and. Runs again, and then he lands on the other car, but like his heels are just on the edge, and he starts to to lean back, fall back. Look at him, just like oh shit. Uh, you I are prepared to catch him, I guess. Just, yeah, you're close enough. You can catch him. 
he land dramatically in my arms in like a bridal carry? Sure. You see the tiniest amount of a of of, of green flex as like for, as his palm comes like grab onto you. Paul, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up faster. Heave. You're, I'm, I'm standing. Heave, I'm gonna heave. All right. Well, the the threat of him vomiting all over the place gets me to at least point him in a direction where he's not gonna vomit on me. (laughs) The very real threat, by the way. The. Yeah. No, I've already determined that Seamus can't uh can't deal with motion sickness. Just love the tokens on the map here. <laughs> you two cowboy hats on top of the car. He's holding his hat. He's holding with one hand. That's why he was off balance. Mm-hmm. If I, you know why I joined the artillery? It's not because I wanted to move all over the fucking place. Uh. Well, just think of it that you're now the artillery. Come on, let's go. People are looking at us weird. No, but you're still on the top of that car. You have to climb down, which oh, is I... easy. I will hand wave a climb down. Okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough pennies for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you want me to do? Run a quarter mile? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the both of you are in the last of the passenger cars. So you're no more in the last two cars of the train. You're the last of the passenger. Pepper is one ahead of you, although you do not know that. And Gus is in the dining hall. Causing no trouble, I'm sure. Zero trouble. Mm-hmm. So you uh, wipe your face, Gus. Uh, you've got your pound of flesh. The people around you um, giving you a wide berth. There's a lot of space around you. Uh, the train employee that served you food, they're just, you know, doing their job. They're going to serve you and that's it. But they aren't making conversation with you. That's that's fine. This train hasn't been running long enough for them to, to know where the benders are. Mm-hmm. And he's got that good feeling, even if the Manitou inside has not actually said anything. Like, it's it's clear through the power disparity that there's something going on. Uh, that is advantageous to to Gus at this time. So he will, you know, wipe his mouth. He'll put the empty bowl back on the on the the bar top. And uh, as he turns away, he'll say, "Yeah, next time you want to get some of those red dried chili peppers down from Mexico away, and add a little bit in there with the, the the black peppers, and you will get a very popular combination of flavors. And then the texture thing is something you can work on later. I'll I'll come back and talk to you at a later time. And he's gonna amble towards that last first class car. Okay. Um, Pepper, you're moving through to the next car. Yep, I'm gonna slowly keep going. I I I got it. I'm paying attention, stealing mm-hmm. glances at the kids, trying to make sure they're not looking at me. But I'm I'm looking for these bad guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Wow. Well, because of the squares where they are. So you're in this uh car, Pepper. Guess you're in this one. Uh, Pepper, as you enter this car. You'll see that there is the train conductor towards the other end of it, 
towards the front of it. And he is collecting tickets. I'm going to go ahead and take a seat because I have a ticket. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to watch. Make a notice roll. As the conductor gets closer to you, you'll notice uh, his face is uh, slack. There's no expression. He's not even talking to the customers as he just walks up to them and like they just know, conductor, he wants a ticket. And he is just taking them and just moves along. Like it's nothing's, there's no lights on in that house. Does this look like a conductor who's just, you know, fed up with his job and just, yep, check, ticket, go? Or does this look like something's up with him, like he's being controlled? Make a survival roll. Did it roll? No? He doesn't look right, but he doesn't feel wrong. I'm going to just uh, just kind of sit and wait it out. When it's my turn, I think I'm going to try and have a chat with him. Okay. Um, you don't have to wait long. He was, you know, just a few rows ahead of you. And... Um, as he approaches you, just like I said before, he doesn't say anything. He just takes a step and stops. And the people around you all start handing him tickets. When he turns to my seat, I want to stand up so that I am close to him, non-threatening, but take my hood down because we all know how terrifying my face is. Mm-hmm. When you uh, take your hood down and expose your face, it's very odd. There is zero reaction from him. Well, this ain't good at all. Yeah, I, uh, I give him my ticket, and then I just want to follow him. You want to follow him? All right. Mm -hmm. um, like to the between cars area, you know what I'm saying? Into here, into that area yes there. okay so you're gonna follow him to there when he opens that door you're just gonna kind of like sneak right in there behind him and, and go out with him yeah my goal is to you know quickly boot him right off of the train okay all right um Seamus and Sal please give me a notice roll oh roll 20 five nice and a seven as you guys are walking through this car, like I, uh, like I described earlier, it's just a bunch of young families. Uh, but you see uh, through the window of the car leading to the next car that's in front, you see the figure, you see two figures. One of them looks like Pepper. And the second one is there, and then he isn't. Okay, well, so we, we saw someone who looks like Pepper. You see somebody in between the two cars, the car you're in and the next car up. They are in between the cars outside of the cars. There's somebody that you believe is Pepper, and there is a second individual who is there, 
and then is quickly gone. Just look over to Seamus, like, did you see that? Ah! Thank you, I see Pepper up there between the cars. Is is she just, like, standing there? She like, in between now. the cars? Yeah. <sighs> is there, is there, is, <laughs> I was asking, is there, like, an unsettled, is she just creepily standing there in between the cars staring I at mean, us? I mean, there's a way to, to find out. Walk up, open the door. I, well, I don't know how she is. You got Great idea, GM. <laughs> Seamus, <laughs> arms swinging. <laughs> doopy doop doop doop. <laughs> Eagle sling on the door. God damn it, you've been sitting here the whole time? You see anything? Uh, think we got a problem, boys. Think there's a... I just had to forcibly eject maybe a conductor from, from the train. I think he... He was a zombie. I think they got to him. I just look back from where we came. Like, <laughs> do I see like a body or anything on the tracks way behind us? No, you can't see out behind you on the train. You think they got? Why'd you think that? Because he wasn't right, boy. Like, the... trust me, he wasn't there. This, and I just gesture to all of the facial area. Didn't phase him at all. Well, if every every time a woman saw me, thought I didn't look right, I'd be thrown for a hell of a lot more trains. So let me assure you, I'm right as the mail. You see anything else? Nope. Where'd y'all come from? We were back there in the cargo area. Mm. Seamus nods. Let's go. We're supposed to meet Gristle right in the middle. You said the guy was the conductor, right? So I don't have to worry about not having a ticket. <laughs> I already bought your ticket, and it's coming oh. out of your cut. Well, given what we're supposed to be making, I think I can splurge for a ticket. I mean, I don't know. I think we got on the train without tickets, and I think we've done more than our fair share to earn our way on this damn car. But we'll argue about it later. So the Seamus, three of you're you... arguing over like a dollar. Not even. You're going to have so many dollars. Ah, better. So are the three of you now moving towards the front to meet uh, Gristle? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't see any reason to not. Gristle, when you move into the car that your token is on now, that is when you feel a stir inside of you. It's almost like somebody is trying to hide their joy and pretend that nothing's happening. Rissell's gonna stand in the doorway for a second. The door slides shut behind him. He's now inside this first class car, his last one. And just kind of like rolls his shoulder back and you know, the duster moves to the side to show that iron on his hip. He'll rest his hand on it. You know, to start this slow walk, one step at a time, looking at people, sniffing the air, following that feeling, that uh, that that rising joy inside, to get an idea of where the uh, the benders might be, because this is this is the car. It might be in one of these private booths. It might be spread out, but. He's uh, he's going entirely on on feel here. See what he can find. Okay. 
as you are moving uh, through the car, checking each of the little private booths, you don't notice anything odd with the people. They they seem shocked that you are barging into their private booth, and you know there's m- much uh, clutching of pearls. Uh, it's as you continue to move towards the back of that car that your manatow really starts to get antsy. Uh, I'm going to go back to Seamus, Sal, and Pepper. Sure. You guys uh, enter this car. Everybody make a notice. And Gus, you also. Everybody make a notice. Gus, you as well. Oh, nobody can see. I can see. (laughs) I've got a nine. Yeah, Pepper's got a four. Sal's got a three. Seamus got a two. Doing doing great work here. Good job, everybody. <laughs> uh, almost at the oh, almost at the same time. Pepper, with yours, as you enter this car, you notice four individuals at the front of the car. They are about to open this door leading to the the first first or the leading to the first class car. Uh, it is two uh, two women and two men. Gus, with you, with that role, you see through the window into the area between the two cars, and you see two men and two women come out into that space in between the two cars. Your Manitou is... Uh, uh, how would he be? That glee is almost turned to reverence. At at that feeling, Gus is going to draw his pistol and he's going to point it through the door. So, like, through that window and somebody's going to meet eyes with him and his are glittering. He knows, he knows who he's got. And uh, he's going to start, he's going to keep moving towards that door. And uh, hope the other three are somewhere on this damn train. Yeah. Uh, the other three? Well, Pepper, you noticed it. The other two are just looking at the people in the car. What's happening there? That's got to be them, boys. And she pulls out her pistol. Who's got to be what? Uh, some people uh, scream when you kind of, you know, just uh, when you uh, pull out that pistol. Down. And I just point the gun at the front of the train at the four people standing. Okay. Uh, the people have the door open. They begin to step out. Are you going to shoot? Are either of you shooting? Gus is... He's he's making for the door. If he can get that door open, mm-hmm. then he's going to tell them to stop. He's got the drop on them. If they're going to make any type of resistance, he's going to fire that gun and he'll fire through the door. And as he has been told by Whitehorse, who he's supposed to be after, he's aiming for the young woman first. Okay. Uh, Pepper, are you going to take a shot? No, there's too many people. She's going to rush forward. You're going to rush forward. Gus, take your shot at, uh, at the young bent, at the young female, right? I mean, we know it's the benders. Yeah, uh, that is a five. And I have to roll there. 
Do you, or is it just they have the parry, or is she dodging? Parry's a seven. Parry's a seven? Parry's wow. a seven for her. I think I'll... Mm, I'll save that for now. I'll save that for now. So the bullet misses. It'll uh, embed itself in the uh, trim around the door of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your door open, and you'll see her take the young man, or no, not the young man, the uh, old man. She'll take the old man, and she'll push him into you, and then the three of them are jumping off the train. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, Pepper, uh, you can see through the window what's what's happened there. The other two, you'll have to tell them. You'll have to tell them. <laughs> okay, so I see, I see them off the train. Um, so it's kind of an immediate pivot and go, idiots! They jumped and start rushing back the other direction. Okay. <laughs> I attempt to make my way through the crowd that is no doubt panicking. Panicking. Yes, they jumped. So you're making your way all the way back to this car? I want to make my way to, so the we're underneath of where we were right there. So I can hop, tuck, and roll okay. off the train. Uh, Sal and Seamus, do you follow Pepper or do you go toward Gus? She is chasing the benders. Okay, so but she's chasing two of them and like three jumped off the train? Oh, shit. Three jump, no, three jumped off the train. She is chasing them. Or she's going to the back of the train so she can hop off. Gus hasn't moved from where he is at, but you did hear his gunshot. <laughs> God damn, they're getting away. He's going to run behind Pepper. We're going to catch okay. you sons of bitches. So you're running with uh, her? I think I'm, I'm going to go to Gristle. Split party is best party. Best party. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Gus and uh, Sal first because I think this jump off the train is going to be fantastic. All right, what's agree. happening over there? <laughs> okay. Uh, first question is this Papa Bender? Yes. Okay. Then what Gus is going to want to do is he's going to want to grab this guy by the front of his shirt and roll him off of the train so he's going to be what cushions him and maybe Sal, if Sal gets there in time, when he also jumps off the train, since they're in between cars. Use him as like a meat sled. Yes, it is exactly it. Pa, pa, <laughs> pa Bender is his meat sled, his meat toboggan. Alright, so this is what I'm seeing in my head. Gus, you grab this guy by the shirt collar, you turn him around, you rough him through the doorway back out to the area between the two cars, and you get him situated like you're you're going to do this meat sled. And at that time, the door opens to the car that was behind behind you, and you see Sal. What do you say? Come on, boy. They jumped off the train. It's time to follow. You first, sir. And he's going to go bloop, kick him off, and follow. And you guys fly off the train. On top of Pa Bender. Um, I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, uh, you land with with a pretty hard thump. 
excuse me. You land with a pretty hard thump. Um, he does absorb a lot of it. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't live through it. Eh, oh, it's no. dead or alive. It was dead or alive. Um, and you guys are, are you know, shaken up, a little bruised, scratches, nothing too horrific, no real damage damage that I'm going to make you, you know, take any uh, damage or wound or anything. Sure. I think especially um, Gristle will move to, a, like, try to catch Sal. Like, you want Sal to, to get as little damage and roll as possible. Gristle's dead. He, so he'll, he's got meat right there. He'll have a bit of thigh. He'll be right as rain in an hour. Oh. Do you start noshing on Pop? No. Oh, okay. I'm not that injured yet. I'll come back okay. to that later. Pepper has run out of the last car. She's in the space between the first cargo car and the last passenger car. She opens the door and she looks like she's preparing to jump. Seamus, as you come up upon her, you that is what you see. She is standing there and it looks like she's psyching herself up to jump off a train. Seamus is hustling and bustling, his, his, his breath going at a fast pace. As his short legs are carrying him toward the end of the train, and he doesn't give a shit. We're getting this money, and he's just charging. And he's just gonna like brush, like Bruce Lee, like almost like shoulder checker. And he just like, like, come on, we didn't come this far to be broke. And he just jumps. He's gonna try to do a yeah. roll, possibly a barrel <laughs> roll. Yeah, Pepper goes after him, and she's got all these furs on her, so she attempts to tuck and roll onto the furs. And this is the thing I will hand wave for you. Okay, Seamus? Awesome. <laughs> you, <tuck and> roll. <laughs> you don't break your neck. You don't break any limbs. You both are fine. Just bruised, scratched up. But you're good. <laughs> I got Biddy's a dream. I can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> the train goes off in, into the west. And uh, I'm going to guess you guys can probably see the shadowy figures of each of each of you you know pepper and seamus can see the shadowy figures of gus and sal and vice versa i i think it's going to be especially clear where gus and sal are because as gristle gets up and he sees you know they've killed john bender he's just going to point down with his pistol and put one in the dude's brain pan just there's the crack the report there's the flash you can see gristle's ghoulish form as he makes sure that Paul Bender is dead. Oh man, I hope he, he's still identifiable, right? Teeth, most of that head, it'll be fine. Generally, all you need is an ear, but oh, you got a, got a bag or something? He's uh, gonna holster the gun and pull out his knife. He'll he's take like, the yeah, whole I, head I of bag. Uh, He pulls out a lady's purse that he stole from the uh, from that trunk. Gus is going to blanch for a second, actually. Like, you will see him visibly, like, pale and just, like, try and, and hold his bile down. He's going to pull his knife and he's going to scalp Pawbender. And it's very clear that this is something very difficult for him to do, but he's doing it as quick as possible so they can give chase to the other three. But that's that's going to be proof of death. Uh, 
does Gus have a uh, just a pistol and the shotgun, or does he have like a long rifle or anything like that? He has a pistol and a shotgun. Okay. The long so rifle is Peppers. Nothing I can use to like assist them where they're uh, at this range. Uh, nope. So no, he's kind of like holding the bag open, looking away to keep an eye on the other two that are chasing. Uh, clearly not because it's gross and messy. He's clearly just keeping watch. It's very good much job. This. Very good job. Everybody is off the train. It is dark outside. Yeah, but Pepper is an expert tracker. And she knows that they... W- Jumped off, you know, um, something between, you know, do the algebra, carry the 11. So she's headed back (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) to about where they should have landed. And as she's getting closer, she wants to try and be as stealthy as she can. Okay. Roll that beautiful stealth. Strength. Did I tell you guys I need to get my eyes checked lately? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. Nope. Stealth. Jeebus. <laughs> <laughs> the other S. The other S. There <laughs> we go. Hey! Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I so, am yeah, out I, of <laughs> So Are we just letting you, like, hunt them down? Are we all kind of, like, following you, too? I don't know. She's the tracker. She's doing the tracky thing. I would. Seamus is going to follow, albeit at a slight distance. Um, Pepper, as you approach the area, which you did your math correctly, uh, you will find the spot where they did land. You'll see a lot of uh, the vegetation is broken, disturbed. Um, You can see people, uh, the marks of shoes and uh, ladies' shoes. And... um, Roll me survival because you're tracking. I'm going to pair it with your. St- oh, Whoa. I love you. Love to you see You can it. see from the way that the tracks go. And as you look up, uh, you see that there are some low, rocky outcroppings, not mountains, low, rocky outcroppings. And it seems that they're headed for that area. Right, I want to uh, get with my team, mm-hmm. and I want to tell them they went that away. Well, there's only three of them now. We got the father. He broke our fall, and we made sure he's not getting back up. So there's just one boy and the two women folk. I tell you what, the young woman, she's you're going to have to get a good beat on her in order to to make sure she goes down for good. That shouldn't be a problem. Hell, we'll kill her twice if we have to. We might. When you say, when you talk about killing her, there's a lot of anger inside of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had to come way too damn far. Go through way too much bullshit. To get this goddamn money. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna let him roll of it. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Okay, but good. I just want to make sure. Okay. Nope. Seamus is on tear. Gus 
Absolutely, 100% agrees with him. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, and I'm, to- I'm very concerned. Thus concludes this episode of Deadlands, The Bloody Benders. This game references the Savage Worlds game system, available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Okay, it is the 6th of December. Uh, remember the, remember the 6th of December, the uh, bloody bender necromantic marriage plot? <laughs> there is gunpowder treason about to start. There is gunpowder treason about to start. I see no reason why it should ever be forgot. All right. Uh, so we're going to open uh, with, I think everybody has a token. I've used them in the past. Yes. I don't know how to do a token. If, if you want to put a token on the board, go to the journal where your character sheet is. And then you want to click and drag where your name is onto the board. And that will bring your token onto the board. Cool. I'm a, I'm a nameless face that doesn't have a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good job, everybody. We're not good at stuff. Fuck. <laughs> Hello, we're getting there. Nope, that was not what I wanted that button to do. Uh, how do I? Oh, there it is. Click upload. I'm it. useless. <laughs> Hold oh, on, I, I can do I, it. I gotta find a good picture. I got you, Pepper. Oh, oh there's Seamus. I see Seamus. I see Pepper. Excellent. We're doing good. Finally got. But I got Pepper. Took me a minute, but I got it. Thank goodness. Which okay. car? Second, first, second, third, fourth of these sections? There you go. There's, there's my picture. There's the boy. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he just the, the spitting image of being spit? Stock. Yeah. <laughs> Perfection. Yeah. <laughs> Be the name of my next character is stock photograph. <laughs> okay, so I don't know why did I get thing about Sal, big ass post. Um, 